Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Tonight we have a story about the IDF. IDF stands for Israel Defense Forces, and it refers to the military of the Jewish, the, the military, the Jewish army in Eretz Israel. As Rebbe has said on many occasions, that the soldiers who serve in the IDF are holy. They are doing holy work. They are doing mitzvah work to protect Jewish lives. Unfortunately, in Eretz Yisrael, about every 10 years, there has been a major war. And unfortunately, many Jewish people have been killed. It's a terrible thing. Many people have been injured. There are many orphans. There are many widows. It's a very sad, sad situation. But of course, we have to fight as hard as we can against our enemies. There are many, many evil enemies, terrorists, armies of evil countries that are constantly trying to destroy Eretz Yisrael and destroyed Yidden. But there are also many miraculous, beautiful stories of how Hashem has helped the Jewish people to protect themselves against their enemies. Although the land of Israel is a very small country with a very small population compared to the huge, huge countries that surround it, most of whom are very evil countries, and their armies and militaries, which are much, much larger. But nevertheless, through many miraculous wars and many miraculous battles, the Jewish people have always been victorious. And tonight I would like to share with you a different kind of a story from the IDF. There are many, many beautiful and amazing miracles of physical battles, but there are also many beautiful, amazing miracle stories of spiritual battles. And you are now now going to hear one of them. Among the um, orphans and widows, Rahman Litzlan, whose fathers um, or husbands have been unfortunately killed in the war. And of course, there's been many women killed in the war. It's also mainly men. What happens when it's time for a bar mitzvah of the child of such a, a soldier who unfortunately fell in the war, who was killed in the war, this war, the other war? Of course, it's very sad. And therefore, the Rebbe asked that there should be bar mitzvah celebrations in a large group, a large group of bar mitzvah boys should be brought together to celebrate their bar mitzvahs, although they unfortunately do not have their father, that their father was unfortunately killed in one war or another. And yet... The Rebbe asked that Chabad should help 
to provide a beautiful bar mitzvah for all of these orphans. And so every year there is a large group bar mitzvah for orphans, unfortunately, um, whose fathers are in heaven, whose fathers are not able to be there physically. And therefore there are these celebrations. And it's quite famous in Eretz Yisrael. Everybody knows about the the group bar mitzvahs which take place every year for these boys. One time during the Yom Kippur War, in in the early 1980s, there was a Yid who was in the army. His name was Yechiel Neparstek. He was a Chabadnik who was serving in the army as a soldier. The fighting was very fierce, was very difficult during the Yom Kippur War. Unfortunately, there were thousands of Jewish soldiers that were killed, as we told about this story another time. But in this particular story, um, the battle was going on in the Golan Heights, which is in the north. And at one point, when it was a little bit more quiet, uh, this soldier, Yechiel Neparstik, began putting on tefillin with some of the soldiers who didn't have their own tefillin or didn't know how to put on tefillin and weren't raised putting on tefillin. He put on tefillin with all the soldiers that he was able to in his unit. And then he asked permission to go to the front line. That means the most dangerous uh, part of the battle. And to put on tefillin with the soldiers there. But he did not get permission from the commanding officers to do it. There was a bit of an argument between various people. And so suddenly, a high-ranking officer, he was the rank of major, he was the commander of that whole region, he arrived on the scene and said, what's the argument about it? Why are people arguing over here? So they told him, there was a certain religious soldier, a from soldier, meaning Yechiel Naparstik, and that he wanted to put on tefillin with his soldiers on the front. On the front means at the front of the battle, the most dangerous section. Aha, you're from Chabad, said the, said the major to the officer. Come with me. He took Yechiel into his own personal jeep, the jeep that the army had given him to use, and they drove until they came to the most front positions. That means the most dangerous parts of the battle. The officer called all of the soldiers together who were in that section. And he said to them, I am putting on tefillin right now with this soldier, and you are all next. That's an order. They all obeyed and they all put on tefillin. Afterwards, the officer told Yechiel, the truth is I am from a kibbutz named Magen Mechoel, and I'm very, very far from Yiddishkeit. I was not raised with Taita and Mitzvahs. So why did I put on tefillin, and why did I order the other soldiers to also put on tefillin? The reason is because I adopted, my, my wife and I adopted two boys whose father was killed in the war and whose mother was also Rahman killed in a car accident. So they were double, doubly orphaned. They were orphaned from their father and from their mother. 
There was actually four children altogether. Two of them I'm raising. And two are being raised elsewhere. And so when I see the work that Chabad is doing for these young boys, I can only salute you, meaning I admire it so much that I want to try to help in any way I can. And that's why when I saw that you were trying to um, put on soldier, put on to fill in with soldiers, because you know that that will help to protect them. So I was going to set an example, and I did set an example. And because I'm a high-ranking officer, I felt that it was fine for me to order them to put on tefillin. And so we see many lessons from this story. One of the lessons is that we have to try to reach out to every single Jew. Some Jews have suffered a lot. Some don't realize that they're far from Torah mitzvahs. They don't realize how beautiful Torah mitzvahs is. And for those of us who, Baruch Hashem, do understand the greatness of Torah mitzvahs, we must try to reach every single Jew and to help every single Jew. If they want to, of course. We cannot force them. In this story, the officer forced them. He ordered them. But uh, in ordinary life, we can only offer. We may not force somebody to put on tefillin or to do any other mitzvah, to light Shabbos candles. But we certainly should try to help everybody to appreciate the greatness of Titan mitzvahs. It's a very big gift that we, people who are listening to this story, know something about Titan mitzvahs. And as the Rebbe said, if you know Aleph, then teach another Jew Aleph. When you know base, teach another another Jew base. And what's the connection to Mashiach? Because every single mitzvah brings us closer to Mashiach. And if we look around and we see a Jew who knows less than us, then it's important for us to try to teach them. If we find a Jew who doesn't know about the mitzvah of tefillin or the mitzvah of Shabbos candles or the mitzvah of sukkah, or the mitzvah lula and esrog, or, or learning about learning taita, then it's important for us to try to help them, and this will certainly bring Mashiach quicker. May it happen immediately, if not sooner. Thank you so much for listening to Jewish stories and more. And even more important, thank you for the Torah that you're learning, Yosher Kayach, the taita you're learning, and the mitzvahs you're doing and the goodness and kindness that you do every single day, honoring your parents and all the other mitzvahs, because every single one helps us to come closer to Mashiach. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more.